No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Thank you for making Saints Central your black and gold home for the New Orleans Saints. Welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. But we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sports talk from your favorite sports family. Let me talk to y'all or something right here. I got to talk to y'all, man. My team suck. They awful. Tomorrow, we go into battle. We go into battle. Not the Saints. So, Lordy. Lordy. Let me fight with the rifle in one hand and good book in the other. That's right. Amen. Amen. That if I should die at the muzzle of the rifle. Mm-hmm. Like the Saints just did. Die on water mm-hmm. or on land. Mm-hmm. I may know that you, blessed Jesus Almighty, are with me. He damn sure ain't with the saints. And I have no fear. 
Amen. Amen. The saints have a lot of fear. Oh my goodness. Now I run off under on all of Oh man. We ask these blessings and My team suck. They garbage. Dennis Allen gonna be trying to come up here and talk about we did a good job. But I ain't much about no plan now. Uh, 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 oh my goodness. Lord help us. This is terrible. This is terrible, man. That's all I got is Lord, Lord, Lord. Killed off my mama. <laughs> it ain't nothing funny about that, Denzel. All right, let's get into the team statistics. We're going to get this one over with, fam. Good Lord, man. It's awful, man. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Man, this is terrible, man. Oh, my goodness. This is so bad. All right, let's get team statistics. 25 first downs for the Saints versus 21 by the Arizona Cardinals. Third downs, six out of 13 by the Saints versus three out of 10. This people are three out of 10 on third down. Saints had 11 more plays than the Cardinals did, 71 to 60. They had almost 500 yards of total offense versus just 326 by the Cards. Two more drives, 12 to 10 on the drives. Yards per play, seven flat versus 5.4. They had over 400 yards passing versus just 189 by the Cardinals. The Saints, guess what? Rushing attempts, 22 attempts. They were averaging four yards per rush, 85 yards. Cardinals had 137 yards worth the rushing on 29 attempts. That's five yards per rush. The Saints defense can't even stop people from running on them anymore. They just fell apart. The Cardinals were three and four in the red zone. Saints was three and five. Remember last game, Joy Burrow and them was three for three or something like that in the red zone. So when you get down there, the Saints let you score. Saints were injury prone. I mean, player uh, penalty prone today. Eight penalties for 49 yards, only four by the Cardinals for 20. Three turnovers, two of which were returned for touchdowns. The Arizona Cardinals took the Saints turnovers and turned it into 17 points. As you can see, the Saints lost the game today by what is it? By 12, according to the statistics, but 17 points were given up by the Saints for offense. They had three turnovers in the game today. Three. Three turnovers. 30-58 on the time of possession versus 29-02 by the Saints. Awful. Awful football today. The Saints, once again, didn't turn the ball over against the Bengals, but turned it over three times to the tune of 17 yards in favor of the Bengals. Turnovers was the big culprit in this game. Now, if you guys stay with me, we're going to bring Dennis Allen and hear from Dennis Allen 
and uh you know in the press conference so y'all stick with us here as we're gonna hear and and, and i'm gonna react live to whatever the hell dennis allen talking about we're gonna react live to that today all right anyway let's keep going andy dalton in the game through 47 times 30 or 47 for 361 the man had four touchdowns and three interceptions he wasn't sacked today Taysom was two for two for 48 Elvin Kamara, 11 carries for 49 yards, 4.5 yards on the rush. Dalton, four scrambles for 21 yards. Taysom, three times. He carried the ball for nine yards. So Taysom wasn't used very much in this game in terms of his impact. Three rushes for 19 yards, and he threw two passes for 48 yards. Very minimal production from him. He was taken out early. The the really cold-blooded part about this game is the Saints suckily gave up 25 points in the second quarter. 25 points, and they never could come back. The only way they would have to come back is if the defense tightened and didn't allow the Arizona Cardinals to score any points in the second half, and then they would have caught them. But of course, the Saints defense can't do that. They can't stop anybody. Chris Olave had seven catches for 106. He averaged over 15 yards per catch on 14 targets. So the Saints went after him a lot. He only caught half the times passes he was thrown at. Thrown at 14 times, caught seven of them. All right, other wide receiver, Traquan Smith had five catches for 59 yards off of six targets. Elvin Kamara on the check down nine times, seven out of nine for 56. Rashid Shaheed, one catch for 53 yards in the matchup as he gets another touchdown in two weeks. Saints got to get him more involved in the offense. But they got problems all over the place. It's not just one section of the team. The special teams suck. Now, I talk about the kicking or the punting angle, but the blocking, they can't set up short fields for you for the offense to take advantage of because Dan Rizzi's offensive block his punt return, quick return blockers suck. Like Shahid tried to return the ball. He was tackled by three people at the same time. That's not supposed to happen. Pete Werner, seven tackles on a day. Chris Harris was the second guy. Cam had six as well. And Cam got a sack. Uh, Davenport has six tackles on a day. No sacks though. Uh, you look at Demario had four tackles and a sack on the day. No interceptions by the black and gold in this thing. No, no, no uh, turnovers gotten by the black and gold, but gave up three turnovers. So once again, they are further down in the hole. That that should make uh, minus eleven now for the Saints, and, and it just gets worse and worse. All right, and outside, I seen Will Lutz was two for two. Blake Gillikin had two punts. He was averaging 47 yards. He put both of those inside the 20. Look at the uh, Arizona Char- uh, Cardinals. Kyler Murray was 20 of 29 for 204, one touchdown. He had seven uh, yards per throw. He was sacked a couple of times in the matchup. Really didn't really um, affect him. Cam and Demario got to him twice. By that time, he was already rolling. Eno Benjamin, the third string running back for these people, had 12 carries for 92 yards. He averaged almost eight yards per rush and had a touchdown. Saying he was running through the Saints tacklers, the hands. Sets a lot of missed tackles by the Saints defense. Benjamin, the third string running back, averaged eight yards per run on the Saints. I told you this this defense run stuff and ability is pathetic. When you let third string running backs and backup ass offensive linemen with no name push you around on the field. The Saints are sorry. They're sorry. You look at the top receiving tech, DeAndre Hopkins comes back from suspension, 14 targets, 10 catches, 103. Rondell Moore had one catch for 31. And of course, Rena Eno Benjamin was the one that got four catches for 21 yards. Dorch had the only touchdown, the, the tight end caught the touchdown from him. But really, 
And truthfully, the Saints just can't stop. They just can't stop anybody. Top guys for their defense, Zayvon Collins and Anthony Hamilton. Uh, we know where he was. Well, Antonio Hamilton, we definitely know where he was coming from because he had six tackles in a matchup. Byron Murphy uh, had five uh, tackles, and so did Buda Baker, along with Isaiah Simmons, who did have an interception in the game, returned for a touchdown. He did a good job. And Marco Wilson had three tackles and a TD return for a touchdown. As you can see, all of these guys right here with interceptions on the Saints. Terrible. Awful. And Dorch was not the tight end. He was their wide receiver. That's this kid right here. Um, he had a touchdown against the Saints, a speedster. And, of course, uh, they 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 were able to get it. So they break a snide of lose. They, they were on a two-game losing streak. They ultimately end up winning the game. And they win for the first time since last year in their, in their hometown building. So the Saints are doing favors. The Saints are helping people out. The Saints are helping people out to the tune of you know, what it is, you know. Am I surprised by this? Not really, because if you remember watching me uh, early on in the previous stream, I remember talking about not knowing what to expect and that, that the Saints have to show me. They have to show me. Show me something. They didn't show me anything today. They showed me that they're, they're, upon, they're a bunch of quitters. They showed me today that they're pathetic. They told me, showed me today that, that somebody amputated their balls. Some, they showed me today somebody amputated their spine. And they showed me today somebody took them and, and cut open a vat of yellow paint, the yellowest paint that you can find before it turns to gold, and dip them in it and then take them out and let them walk on now because they played absolutely spineless today. They're, they are a complete joke. They're, they are a travesty to the Houdat Nation. And I can respect if you fight hard, even if the other team is playing better than you and you fight hard and you don't give up. But this type of performance today was laughable. It was shameful and it was awful. And whatever happens, whatever flame that uh, or whatever heat that Dennis Allen gets today, he deserves it. And for the next 10 days, because it's going to be a long time before you see them Raiders, it's going to be nine days, 10 days before the next contest of nothing but blistering commissary, comb, uh, commentary uh, from the Who That Nation. With me sitting on top of that thing, just flaming up all the asses, because let me tell you something, this was awful. This was awful. This was awful. The Saints lost to the Panthers, man. And I know that was several weeks back, but nobody loses to the Panthers. The Panthers are imploding right now. They're trading all their people. They traded Anderson, and today they traded uh, McChrist, Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers. You lost to this team. Nobody loses to this team. The Saints are pathetic, man. They're pathetic, man. I wonder what Jawan Johnson got to say on Twitter. It's like, stick with us. Stick with you for what? We're not looking to fall off the cliff into a volcano. Stick with you for what? <clears throat> We're not playing that game. Y'all got to show something. Miscellaneous Mel said, this guy has one of the most talented squads. Shaking my head, we were a game away from the playoffs last year with no receivers, and here we are, two and five. These players take him as a joke. So, you know what? Some of this is right, bro. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Something has to go because something has to something going. Tyron Matthew, it looks awful. He's not he's detached. I don't know what's going on with Tyron Matthew. He don't commit to tackles. He playing like and uh, Alex Anzalone played with last year. That's that's not gonna cut it, man. You can't sign a goddamn contract down here and play like that. Expect and expect you're not gonna get no smoke, man. That's not what this is about. This is awful, man. And like I said to the Who That Nation, man, let me tell y'all something. I'm going to be honest with you. Most of you guys in the majority of the Who That Nation, y'all have nothing. I'm going to say this again. You guys have nothing to be ashamed of. You supported this team. We buy all this shit. We watch them and give hours of our time, our life to uh, supporting this organization and supporting this team. This isn't, this is not. Uh, you know, you have nothing to be ashamed of. This is not on you. This is on this trash that we call the football team. Here's Dennis Allen trying to make excuses. Here we go. Okay. Um, one in the chat if y'all can hear this. Look, I don't think we played good on defense. Um, I think our tackling was shoddy again. Um, I thought offensively we did some 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 good things. We moved the ball. We scored some points. Um, the three takeaways were killers in the game um and look we gotta we gotta we gotta fix some of these issues that's my responsibility to get these things fixed um we haven't been able to do that we gotta get some guys back healthy which hopefully over these next you know 10 days we'll be able to get a few of these guys back and and uh you know give us some some more um some more guys to get out there and help us try to win a game so that's all i got What's your biggest concern regarding this team, the way it's playing right now? Uh, my biggest concern is that we we haven't had, um, you know, the health of our players. You know, uh, we got into this game tonight, and and Roby goes out in the first series, and um, and so, you know, we're really down to two corners, and this is a a big, you know, eleven personnel team that's going to throw three wide receivers out there, and uh, it made it challenging. Is Taysom hurt? It looked like he didn't play much in the fourth quarter. Um, no. Uh-uh. Dennis, uh, no, he ain't hurt. I'm just, we just ain't playing. Especially those explosives. I mean, it, it was a talking point before. And then there were well, it, it's, it, it's, it's tackling. You know, we got to do a better job of tackling. They, they had one play in there that I felt like that was a good scheme play versus what we had called up. Um, and uh, – and that was the long run, um, 45-yard run, I think it was. And, and so, um, 
first the first explosive was you know I think a scramble out with with Kyler he he, he created some um, some extra time to throw the ball and got Rondell Moore across the field. Um, I know we had a um, a check we got him to check it down one time on a second down and and missed several tackles and it became an explosive play. So um, yeah, that's an area that we've got to we've got to we got to shore that up. Um, it's not good enough right now. And look, I'll be honest with you, that all starts with me. Um, and so I got to be better. I got to I got to I got to do a better job with those defensive guys and putting them in position to have success. Dennis, uh, the uh, when, when you went back out there after the, the first pick six, um, was was there a thought of, of taking? I mean, yeah, I know there's only like two minutes left. In no. No, I mean we still had time to go and 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 make a play. I mean, um, you know, I, I would say of the three interceptions of Andy's, the one down in the red area, I thought, you know, that 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 was probably, um, you know, he tried to fit that into a pretty tight window. Um, the the other interception at the beginning of the two minute was was you know a pass that should have been caught, um, and then I didn't see it, but. Um, I think I think he kind of got hit on that on that last one, um, you know, which which caused it not to be, you know, an accurate throw. So, um, you know, really those two, it's hard to put that on the on the QB. Um, uh, but look, I thought in that situation, I really thought we were moving the ball effectively. Um, I thought our offense was doing a really good job, you know, being able to move the ball, and so. Um, I felt like that was that was the right move, and you know, obviously the two pick sixes there to, you know, in the first half, um, you know, was was not good. I know you're frustrated to see these mistakes happen every week, but getting guys back on the field, you're optimistic that that can help correct. I certainly, I certainly hope so. I mean, you know, um, look, in 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 part of the National Football League is, um, you know, everybody deals with injuries. You know, so that's just part of it, and that'll never be an excuse. Um, you know, we got beat today. We got to own that. Um, that's on me. That's on us. Um, and we've got to, we got to play better. Um, but certainly, I would I would hope that you know if we're able to get a guy like a Michael Thomas or a Jarvis Landry or a Marshawn Lattimore, um, Paulson Debo, who missed the the game today. You know, if we're able to get some of those guys back and healthy, I think that'll help us. You guys being so shorthanded on offense, um, is there any reason why you wouldn't maybe try to incorporate Shahid or, or take some more just based on their success? Yeah, look, I mean, everybody's got a skill set and things that they do really well. Um, you know, it's Taysom has his role when when you kind of get down a little bit. Um, you know, Jawan's kind of been the guy that's that's been in there in the in the two minute situations. Um, and so the game kind of dictates that a little bit. I think Shahid's still a young player, um, and so there's still, you know, each week there'll there'll be a few more things that that uh, you know we'll try to incorporate him in, um, because he does provide an explosive element to our offense. Guys, have a question about messaging because I know it's a hot button topic even even on a night like tonight when you said at halftime you're encouraging and telling Dalton keep doing what you're doing. Is there a fine line between encouraging and getting mad when when the stakes are happening? Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I mean, um, 
yeah, I think I think our team knows uh, that they're held accountable. I don't think there's any question that they're held accountable. If that's what the question is, Dennis, what is the what is the mindset right now of your team? Um, yeah, frustrated, frustrated, but not uh, not despondent. Not you know, I, that's bullshit. We, we still. Everything that we want to accomplish is still right there out in front of us. And, um, and I'm fully confident that this team will, will, will put together a string of wins and turn things around. That sure didn't sound like confidence just my. Yeah. Anything else? Okay. Thanks, guys. You were just mentioning earlier, you were saying a lot of mistakes, it starts with you and. So how how what is the plan to to fix that? Because you can say, well, you know, we're working on fundamentals and we're working on tackling, but I guess kind of like, how does it go beyond that? Yeah, you keep saying the same thing. Tell them, Cat. If it is a coaching problem, or yeah, well, I, I think part of it's me me putting our guys in a, in a better position to have success. Dude, that's key. I mean, that's it's kind cliche. of simple as that, you know. Um, and and some of that is is is. Uh, you know, getting the right people in the right spots. And and I think that's what we got to continue to evaluate. You all right. Well, there's, there's, there's limited options. All right. Thanks. Boy, that's I'm just trying to get off that pole then, boy. I mean, let me tell you something, man. Did anybody learn anything about that at all? Did anybody learn anything about that at all? It starts with me. It's the same stuff over and over again from these people. The same stuff. Did anybody learn anything about what Dennis Allen just told him? Because I sure didn't learn a damn thing. Did anybody learn anything from that? That's as cliche as it's going to get. We could pull off a string of wins. How? How? Dude, you know, you got the Raiders coming up. You can't beat, if you can't beat the Carolina Panthers, I'm expecting you to beat the Raiders. The Raiders ain't world beaters, but the Saints lose to beat teams that, that 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 can't beat nothing. You got a team right here that couldn't even win. These pe- these people we just lost to. Let me tell you how pathetic this is. The team we just lost to ain't won at home in over a year. Now how bad is that? This coach was on the hot seat. The Arizona Cardinals haven't won at home since last year. They were 0 and 3 at home in their building. And the Saints couldn't capitalize on that. What is the what is these people talking about? They listen, we can easily go on a string of wins. For real? Dennis Allen? Really? You gonna you gonna play that game? You gonna play that game? Please don't please tell me you won't play that game. You don't you don't have, that man don't have no answers, man. And it's very, it's very, look, look at the, look at the record family. Look at this. Hold on here before I go into that. Let me put some, this Cam Jordan coming up. Listen to this. This Cam Jordan fam. You haven't experienced much like this in your career here. I mean, what's the mindset of the team like right now? Mindset is we have to find a, a reason. We have to find a way to, to get better. I mean, you end up losing to a team that you know we felt confident about 
you get into, you know, whatever it is, you, you come out into the second half and there's a lot of space and opportunity. We got to be able to capitalize. And the day you look at it, they had three turnovers. We had zero. We got to step up. How about similar question, but specifically the defense? Obviously, you guys have sort of been the engine recently. How, how frustrating is it to? Giving up explosives. I'll say the explosives and the you know the touchdowns that happened in the second half they can't let that happen. Um, missed tackles always going to hurt. It would, if you have a missed tackle, you should have you know eight or nine or ten guys rallying to the football. So we got to break down this film. We have to get back after. It. We have to find a way. All right, now you know we we have to find our, our solution. We have to be the solution. We have the right personnel in the building to win. We have you know all the ability to win. We have to put that together. You can't put. Uh, you can't take two steps forward one game and, and three steps back the next. How how does something like tackling become a problem for, for a team? Like I mean, I know Dennis Allen said coaching needs to be a part of the solution, but how can that go so Ryan? How can that get there? I mean, coaches can only go for it so far. It has to be on the players. It is on the players. Um, when it comes down to tackling, I mean, there's there's got to be emphasis on the will of wanting to tackle. There's got to be emphasis on uh, rallying. I mean, if, if one guy misses, it should be, again, it should be eight or nine guys flying to the ball. So we got to break down this film. We have to get better. I mean, I saw, you know, I saw Carl Grandison come out the stack, you know, make a tackle downfield. And that's what if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. We have to be able to get these guys down each and every time. So more rallying, more effort, more at this point, you know, you take you take a loss and you can say immediately, you know, defense was not the reason why we won the game, clearly. And we we want to be the reason. With that in mind, then you think it was an issue with the effort or the execution or the way things are this? I'd like to see the film first. I mean, I think there was effort there. I think on a, on a quick turnaround week, everybody wanted to win. I mean, we had things in control. We had things where we wanted to be was that effort? from us, and that's something that as a defense, you have to be able to step up, and if you see a turnover, we have to create a turnover. You know, um, we have to create more turnovers. Our turnover differential is probably pits. It's probably worse. It's minus right 11. We have, to, we have to figure that out ASAP. Before I can point out, before I can look anywhere else, I'm going to look at myself. I haven't created a, created a forced turnover yet. Actually, it's minus 12. We knew, we knew our, three tonight. our was with Kyler Murray. We knew he could give the ball up, and you saw him fumble once he was got tackled once or twice, and he fell on it. That's not good enough. We have to get that ball out. Cam, there's a reality, too, though, to how many guys y'all have injured on, especially your secondary. I mean, if you want excuses, we have tons of those. We're not looking for excuses. We're looking for solutions. And again, I think we have the right next man up mentality to make those solutions happen. I think we have to go into this, into each and every game, knowing that if this is what we got, it's good enough. And now we just can't go ahead and punch ourselves in the stomach with it. No, Cam. Plays, or was it just also a when you say make the plays, what does that mean? I mean, we, uh, I mean make tackles. Offense or defensive side. Both Offensive make the tackle. catch, make the tackle. And I'm asking you. Well, I meant the, I meant uh, in terms of the defense. You know, they, they were making plays down the field in the second half. It was, was it a case of the defense not stepping up and not figuring out what what they they were going to do? The Saints defense stepping up or uh, Cardinals? The Saints defense, yeah, not not being able. No, to I think. Yeah, no, I think I think there is some times where we had them figured you saw three and outs happen. I think there was times where, you know, we had exactly what we wanted. And then somewhere in there, you know, our gap integrity was not strong enough. So sometimes it was on us um, all the time. It's on us. I don't think I think we gave them everything that they got. I mean, if you look at our offensive output versus theirs, our offensive output was, was stronger than theirs. 
If so, it's got to be on defense. You say, you know, we had a couple three and outs, but we had zero turnovers. So it's got to be on defense. We've missed a couple tackles, and those those can be crucial. That's leaky yardage. We got to tighten that up. It starts with me, and it starts with our defensive front. That's true. How confident are you you all can get this turned around? <clears throat> uh, again, I think we have the right personnel and ability. I mean, show I, I me, bro. Look across any position, but they you know, say we're, we're weak at one spot. I think we have depth. Um, you know, we have injuries, but that's next man up mentality. I think we have the, the guys that can overcome adversity. I think that, you know. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plans, streams, and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. There are some situations in this game, had we overcome them, we'd be sitting in a far better, more confident spot. Um, I think we played good and not great. And great. if you're not playing great, that can get you beat on a, on a Thursday. Didn't have to play great to beat no Cardinals, man. Just don't turn the damn ball over. Did y'all feel like you had the game under control until right before the first half with those two interceptions? That's easily said, yeah. Thanks, Cam. That's Cam, man. I, 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 I don't know, man. I don't know. You don't have to. You don't have to play. Knock down, drag out football. To beat the Arizona Cardinals, you make the tackles and you don't t- listen. The Saints, what's the final score here? 42 to 30, 42 to 34. What is that? What point difference? It's 12 points, right? It's a 12-point differential. It's as simple as this. The three turnovers that the Saints committed today, the Arizona Cardinals got 17 points off of those three turnovers. You don't turn the ball over. You tackle and you make the play. You, You paid to do. You win the game. It's as simple as that. The only people losing games in the NFL is undisciplined teams, undisciplined, low IQ teams, and low discipline teams means you have high amounts of false starts and penalties, hold all this kind of low IQ style plan, low IQ, low energy style plan that the Saints are they putting out there, they're exhibiting. Like, you know, Cam is a dude that steps up, but a lot of these guys ain't doing what they're supposed to do. They're not. The Saints are sit up here. They two and five, and we talking about we could turn it around. We got the people in the building to turn it. Where they at? How long are you gonna keep fumbling and bumbling for you before you turn it off? Well, it's a long ass season. You got damn right, it's a long season, and it's about to get longer. You know that get like the Arizona Cardinals was a team that was an alley oop for you. It was the same way. 
The Saints are surrendering these games because they're incompetent. The bottom line, you got a coach who just don't forget that he said we will win this game. Don't forget Dennis Allen in the press conference told the Who That Nation, we will win this game. Well, what happened? Well, I got to study the film. You see here, Q, I got to <laughs> Listen, I, I studied the film. Well, I don't need to study the film, bro. I'm going off a of recent memory, and I've seen what happened. Is it's, You don't have to study the film to figure out how you're losing the game. You're losing these games the same way every game. Undisciplined, stupid, dysfunctional football is why the Saints sitting up here at 2-5. and five. Now, is the season in the, in the toilet? Not totally. But that's a, that's a big hole. You done dug... A three, you you are two and five. You done dug yourself a three loss window here that you got to climb to get back to 500. And let me just put on screen the next few games that you got to go at. Hold on, what am I? Hold on, give me just a second, fam. All right. Now, this is the, the Saints schedule coming up. Now they got they they beat the Falcons, come from behind, beat the Falcons. Three straight losses to Tampa. Car- Who loses to Carolina? Nobody loses to Carolina. Carolina is one in five right now. Nobody loses to Carolina, but the Saints did. Three straight losses to Tampa, Carolina, and Minnesota, and they had that they had that game. They beat Seattle because of Taysom. Then underused Taysom in in the Cincinnati game. Underused them again tonight. They're on a two-game losing streak again, and they had the Cincinnati and Arizona contest. They could have won this game tonight. They were responsible, the offense was, for 17 turnover points. They gave up seven, They gave up two pick sixes and a field goal. 17 points, and you sit up here lost by 12. Well, we could have had this game. No shit, Sherlock. And then we can go on a string of wins, say Dennis Allen, who don't have a clue. Dennis Allen doesn't have a clue, family. Don't make, don't, let him forget the fact that he guaranteed you that he was going to win this game against the Arizona Cardinals. And then his team comes out here and gives up 17 points worth of turnovers. He said, we will beat this team. I played it. I said, what What's that? He said, we will win. And then he goes out there and his team commits 17 points worth of turnovers. Two pick sixes and a field goal. Contributed at 17 points and you lost by 12. You find out what time it is. It don't take somebody with a physics degree or a a fancy pants degree from uh, MIT to figure out how the Saints lost this damn game. Let me tell you something. And the string of wins, look at the schedule right here. Let me put it up front of your face right quick. The Las Vegas Raiders are up next. In the Dome. Remember, you said, well, the cute, did they come home to the Dome? Well, we got that one. How? When the Saints can't win at the Dome. The Saints are one and what? What is it? One and three, one and four in the dome? They can't salvage. That's how that's how you know you got a bad team in your hand when at least you, if you struggle on the road, I can get that. But if you losing games at home, bro, that's 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 you a shitty team. But do I have faith and confidence in Dennis Allen to turn it around? No, because he's still playing games at the mic. He's still talking like they got a, a switch when you don't even have power in your fucking house. Come on, man. How you playing around talking about we can flip a switch when you don't even have power in your house? You don't have no power. What you flipping the switch for? 
You ain't got no switch. You ain't got no, you don't got no, you don't have the ability to execute anything. They playing games and they talking to people like they don't know, like it's it's a it's a weird ass gaslighting technique that these people are doing. They got this weird ass gaslighting thing going on. Like they talking to us, like we don't see that you just went out here tonight and gave up 17 points off of just on, on dumbass turnovers and you lose by 12. Well, you gotta understand. See, we come out here and it's on the players. On I know it's on the players and coaches. Tell me something else. Tell me the specifics on how you're gonna fix this. How you gonna fix it? Well, we we gotta take it one game and then all the cliches come out, and then you consistently see them come out here with brainless football. Dumb, dysfunctional football game after game. They, you know, they, they listen. They don't have no answers, man. Let me tell you something. I done heard enough of these people press conference to know shit from sugar. These guys, Dennis Allen, don't have no answers. He don't know what it's going to take to turn this around because he never done it before. Not as a head coach. That's why it's always good to get a get ahead than get behind. He don't know how to turn it over. Since Dennis Allen, since you want to play games and we know you playing games, I'm going to call you all play, boy. You playing games. You don't know what you're doing. You don't have an idea on how you're going to turn this around. And if Cam saying it's the players, the players who do have a responsibility on the field to step up and make some plays. But this defense this year has never done that. Last year's defense has some crunk. The previous year defense has some crunk. This defense this year doesn't have it. Guys are making business decisions with tackles. Guys are not communicating on the back end. Guys are missing tackles. I mean, it's the front seven is getting gashed. They gave up seven yards of rush to a third string running back that nobody but the Arizona people know. And the guys that they know what college this guy went through. How you let a guy run for seven yards per carry on your goof ass? And he break he breaking tackles on you, and you can't even tackle the guy. You get him for a loss, and then on the second attempt, he breaks your tackle and run. And that happened multiple times. We got to tighten that up. You got to do more to tighten that up. The defense is on the defense. No, that's all partial troop. It's not on just on the defense. The defense cannot secure. If you got a, a stop or two that you need to make, and you say, Well, we had three and outs. Three and outs, bro. When you giving up a 20-something points. In the second quarter, you gotta you gotta dig in. You can't let the Arizona Cardinals get touchdowns in the second half if you know you that far in the hole. Them people gave up 25 points in the second quarter to create that lead. The defense could not surrender any touchdowns in the second half for the offense to have a shot. It's just what it is. Once again, Dennis Allen don't know what he's doing, but once again. This is what we're doing because we knew we we be talking about the answers here at the great same thing tank. We give them the goddamn solutions. Who was yelling to the top of their lungs, telling them people through the first several weeks of the season that they're not a passing team? Who kept saying that? Who kept saying that this goddamn team got an identity crisis? They thinking they're a passing team when they're actually a running team. Who kept saying that? How can I sit up here, study the tape, and figure this shit out, but them them goddamn guys sitting up on their asses getting paid millions of dollars, and they sit up here like, oh, listen, we going to figure it out. We about to go on the seven-game winning streak. For real? How? 
That sounds great, dumbass. But tell me how you're going to do it when you can't even get your team to stop turning the ball over. Huh? Hmm? Tell me how you're going to do it when your team playing for the other team, spotting them points and shit. They spotted them people two touchdowns today. <laughs> dumbass. How you going to get to you going to go on the winning streak? You promised us a win against Arizona. Only thing we got is a laughable game right here. I could have done something better with this Thursday. I'm keep it real with you. I could have been sitting somewhere with my feet up somewhere, and I'm sitting up here frustrated looking at these goddamn people. How you going to do it? How you going to fix it, man? So once again, let's the great same think tank get to some solutions. What's some solutions to turn the team around? Obviously, we've been talking and telling them what to do, and then the last two games they started running the ball. But the thing is, they can't stop turning the ball over. They can't stop turning the ball over because they're not disciplined. Dis- not non-disciplined team tied to low IQ. If you're a high IQ player and a high IQ team, you're not going to have all them penalties and them turnovers. That's the problem. You got too much low IQ people operating in this team and they're making mistakes without punishment. You got to punish guys when they false starting. You got to punish guys, take guys out. You got to start getting guys off of this team and bringing in people that want to play to salvage your season. You can't get guys that are utterly demoralized and expect to take these demoralized guys and put them on your back and say, listen, we're going to fight to the hills. Dennis Allen has not, he doesn't have the resume as a head coach that inspires confidence in anybody. The only way he inspires confidence as a head coach is if he takes off and does the exact opposite of what he did originally. Like if the Saints were sitting up here five and two, that's that that would bold better on them because it'll give us an indication that you know what you're doing. But you sit up here at two or five and your team is underperforming when it has the same players, damn near. It, what they had last year doesn't necessarily frown on them. It frowns on you, on the head coach. What are you doing that the other guy wasn't doing? <laughs> My goodness, man. Dennis Allen, you need to relinquish your play call of duties. Get your goofy ass up off them play call of duties. Turn it over to Ryan Nielsen and Richard Coach Richard. Make one of them a defensive coordinator and stop co-coordinating the shit. No, pick one of them guys and say, listen, I want you to turn this defense around. That's what you need to do. Start a co-coordinator, turn it all over to them and let them figure it out. And if they can't figure it out, you're going to have to fire them. You're going to have to fire them. That's, that's real money. You got to get up off them defensive coordinators. Uh, uh, that position. Stop calling them plays. You let, let somebody else handle it. That's number one, because you're doing a shitty job. Number two, you need to oversee all your unions. Your special teams is stinking it up. Besides Will Lutz and Blake Gillick, that that one snafu against the Bengals. Outside of that, your blockers on the special teams are not flipping the field. They're not giving short fields for your offense to work out of. You got guys running free. You got this guy as fast as Rashid Shahid is. And he gets tackled by three people. And I show people, I say, y'all seen that shit? You seen Rashid Shaheed get tackled by three people at the same time? That's not supposed to happen. Dan Rizzi needs to be either fired or severely reprimanded for how he's operating the kick the kick and punt return game. That's terrible. That's awful. Pete Carmichael, man, listen. Man, it's listen. Hold on, fan. This Andy Dalton, sorry ass. Let's see what he got to say, and I'm going to finish my spiel. Here go Andy Dalton, man. Good Lord, man. Here go Andy Dalton. Put one in the chat if you can hear.
Yeah, I mean, that one, it's tough. You know, saw the window there, and um, Gordon made a good play. He undercut the route. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. So, yeah, you'd like to, like to have that one back. The other couple ones are just un- unfortunate, you know, happenings in the play. Unfortunate and, happenings in the play. You know, those are the ones that, you know, made a huge difference because they played the, you know, pick six on both of them. So that's tough. But um, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I'd like to have all three of them back. Dude, dude, you were staring down wide receivers in those interceptions, Sorry, except for the Callaway yeah, throw. You said the second one you got undercut was, were you, was that throw affected at all by being hit, or it was you threw it to the spot you wanted to? The one that in the two minute drill. The, the, la- the last one you were throwing to a lobby. Yeah, yeah I, g- I got hit, and so it affected the throw. You know, I was going to have Chris in that window behind him. Uh, um, when I got hit, it changed the trajectory of the ball and made a play on it. You put together a, a body of work over the last four weeks that kind of shows what you could do with this offense. Is it, is it frustrating that, that two drives can kind of, you know, Un, you know, I don't know, undo some of the successes or some of the steps forward this offense has been taking? Yeah, for sure. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's about wins and losses. Um, regardless of what we've been able to do offensively and the, the points that we've been able to score, we haven't been able to score more than the other team. And that's the frustrating part. I mean, there's definitely things that you can look at and you can say we're doing some things really well. But at the end of the day, we're, we haven't won um, these last couple ones that – you know, especially you know, since, since I've been playing, it's we've had close games in every single one of them. We've had our chances and we haven't been able to get it done. And that's the frustrating part. What's the mindset like right now? You guys sounds like you're still galvanized and together for the team. Yeah, everybody's sticking together. And that's the only thing that we can worry about. we got to worry about us. And um, the only way we're going to get out of this um, – feeling this this way is to to pull all together in the same direction and we will i think we've got the right people here and we know the standard that of how we want to play in the expectation do you now we've we've got to go get that done do like i know that like a lot of guys talk about like want to get that pace out of the mouth like in the short week but like the opportunity to get some guys back maybe yeah, I think that's one thing you can look at at this team, and we've got some guys that are out, and hopefully in these next um, this next time off, we can get some guys back healthy, and um, so we've got some guys that haven't been able to play that that we definitely feel like could help us. Anything else, Randy? Yeah, ask Andy Dalton why he's staying down receivers. They let him get his ass out of it. They running. They running tonight, boy. They ain't want they don't want that smoke. They them 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 dudes on the goddamn treadmill tonight. They running their ass off from that stuff. In insane. We gotta stick together. We gotta worry about such and such. But bro, ask him why you stand down wide receivers. The two the interception. 
Not the one with Callaway, because that was on Callaway. He dropped the ball. Not that one. But on the other pick six in the end zone, throwing interception that killed the drive, which could have helped us, Andy Dalton was staring down both them guys. He was staring guys down. Now, he a veteran wide receiver. Ask him, why the hell you were staring down them wide receivers and trying to throw in the tight windows? Don't you know that them defensive backs were look, watching your eyes? You didn't look off nobody. That's how the interception happened in the end zone. And the pick six occurred. You were staring down wide receivers. I just watched some of the footage not too long ago of you staring down wide receivers and then trying to throw the ball. Well, you know, I wish I had that back. You and me both, bro. Hell. Stand down, wide receiver. See, listen, fam. See, you get you you you're getting it now. You getting it now. None of this is meant to give you any information. None of this is meant to give you any information that will soothe your soul and the pain that you're feeling right now. It's all cliches. It's all bullshit. I'm just gonna keep it a buck fifteen. That's all I can ever do. This is cliche. This is cliche. Dalton gets up there. And he don't talk about the fact that, you know what, family, I'm going to keep it a buck 15 with you. Man, I was staring down guys, and I wasn't doing fundamental football. I wasn't playing smart. I was staring guys down, and that usually gets you into trouble. When you stare wide receivers down, it tips it tips what you're doing to the defensive back. That's why you're always supposed to go through your, rep, you go through your, your, your rotations. You're supposed to look around, and even if you decide that you're going to go to that guy, at least pump fake to the guy on the left to freeze the safeties to buy you a millisecond so you can find the guy that you really want. At least pump fake to the guy. This guy never pump fakes. He's standing up there staring the guy. How many years you been in the league again, and you still staring wide receivers down? Bro, come on. Actually, like, well, why, why would you? Well, you see, I would like to have that play back. Yeah, me, no shit. Me too. You were the, the Saints offense today was working against the Saints team overall. So was the defense. The Saints offense had two pick sixes and a field goal off the end zone interception that Dalton threw. That was an end zone interception. Different. The interception he threw in the back of the end zone, he was staring down the wide receiver. The, the, the Arizona Cardinals took that and marched up the field for the field goal. That killed a touchdown. You're supposed to have a touchdown right there. You like to have that back. Yeah, you know what I like to have back, Dalton? Your goddamn paycheck. Pay it back. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I, I, you got, I ain't doing that. Oh, I, I, I got you. <laughs> he talking. You heard what he said? Get a check back. <laughs> no, he ain't going to give up the check. Get your check back. How about that? Give it back. Tyron Matthew, give your goddamn check back out there making business decisions and shit. We ain't playing pitch. We ain't playing touch football. Tyron Matthew out there playing touch football, bro. <laughs> give your check back. They won't get a check back, though. They oh, <laughs> You heard that guy say, give him a check back. Lord help us. Let me look at this, fam. Let me show you the schedule. This is what you got coming up. You got the Raiders coming up next Sunday, followed by the Baltimore Ravens on Monday night. Raiders, Ravens, Steelers in Pittsburgh, middle of November, and then back home against the Rams. 
You got San Francisco on the 27th, a couple of days after Thanksgiving, and the first game of December against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We ain't looking good right now, but this can all change. And what I'm saying is, you got three, four, five, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You got 10 games in a season left, right? 10 games. 10 games. You got to win five of these just to get back to 500. Which five of these you going to win to get back to 500? And then once you get back to 500, then you need to win a handful more to kind of get ahead. Dennis Allen said that we can go on a string of wins. Well, against the Raiders, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Rams, and the Niners, who just got uh, Christian McCaffrey. If the Saints can't beat the Chargers, what make you think they're going to beat the Raiders? If they can't beat the Arizona Cardinals in the building in which the Arizona Cardinals haven't won since last year, how are they going to beat the Raiders? If they haven't won more than two games and they won in three in the Superdome, how do you expect them to beat the Raiders or the Ravens in the Superdome? What are they going to do? That's going to revolutionize what we've been watching, the bullshit brand of football that we've been watching over the last seven weeks. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Huh? Do you see any of these people giving any advice or not advice, but finding solutions on how they're supposed to fix the game? It's commonsensical. I don't need nobody to sit here and tell me, but looking at the Saints, what they need to do is not hard. It's football. Football not meant to be hard. It's not. It's it's simple. The Saints need the Saints really need to get rid of some guys. And we you know, people want to get rid of Dennis Allen. They're not going to do that. So I'm not going to even address that. They're not going to fire Dennis Allen in his first year. They're not going to do that. So let's just get that straight. They're not going to fire Dennis Allen. Indeed, indeed, Lo. Lo, so how you expect to beat the Falcons? The Falcons beat the Saints, and the Saints, listen, another caveat, the Saints hadn't figured out how they're going to be the scrambling quarterback. Kyler Murray, probably the fastest quarterback in the game right now. He's a compact, small guy that scrambles around and make, make plays happen. He made plays happen. He was pitching and catching the DeAndre Hopkins all damn game long. Wasn't a bit of rust on DeAndre Hopkins. The Saints got beat by the Carolina Panthers. That told me everything I need to know right there. Where are you going to come from and find this miraculous solution and fix it? These people have been slow all season long. I've been calling these people out saying, man, these people do shit like I was telling them, bro, stop passing the ball like that. Start running. Them people just started to do that three weeks ago, and they had great success running the ball. But the problem is you can't turn it over. You can't involve yourself. Turning the ball over is one thing. But when you pick six in it, what, what the what? How you didn't turn the ball? That's like a double gut punch. That's like getting punched in your stomach by Thanos when he got the Infinity Gauntlet on with all the Jews zipped up to the to, to the highest energy they could be. How? how you, you know, how you doing that? Turning it over is one thing, but then when you involve yourself in turnovers that help that put points in the board against you, like touchdowns, like two pick sixes immediately take you out the game. You you knew that you were you were gonna have great difficulty catching up to the team once that occurred because the defense, which has not shown a consistent ability to stop people from running and passing on them, they have not shown that. That's the thing. 
They haven't shown it. They have not shown that. They have not shown the ability to stop people from passing or running on them. Every now and again, every other play, they'll come up with a third and out. But then the next they go, okay, we got you off of them. Yeah, we got you off of that. And then the next play, Saints offense, funk out, punt the ball to the team. The team comes in there, and then they walk the field, walk up the field up on the Saints, walk it up on them. DeAndre Hopkins catching the ball, eight yards, nine yards, 10 yards. Happened last game with Jamar Chase, eight, nine yards. T. Higgins, seven yards, eight yards to Boyd, just walking up the field. The Saints doing like a date at the prom. They got arm to arm with the Cincinnati Bengals offense, walking right together into the end zone together. It's just, it's pathetic. And for people to come out and say, well, we need something. No, no. You need tough talking. They need player-only meetings happening. You haven't. I told y'all until you see player-only meetings, and they ain't having no player-only meetings right now. You take a look at you are now two and five. You're three games under five hundred. Well, where was the player-only meetings at two and four? Where were they at? Huh? Where was the player? I told y'all that last. Well, I say, man, until you start seeing players-only meetings where the player, where like Cam like to say, oh, it's on the players, but you don't hear none of the players having players-only meetings. Even the, the the LSU Tigers did that shit. They held the LSU, uh, a players only meeting and have great success. Where are these veterans at to own it? Where are these veterans, the captains, the dudes that got the C on their goddamn jersey? Where they at? They ain't nowhere to be found. Them people ain't thinking about no players only meeting, man. The only time they having the goddamn players only meeting is when the direct deposit ain't working. Then they won't meet real fast. Then you see the ass get on the phone real quick then. It's just, it's just, they are slow, man. Everything is slow and despondent. You did y'all hear Dennis Allen get up on this goddamn press conference and say his team wasn't despondent? I've been calling them despondent over the last several weeks. He gets up on there and use the same verbiage that I use. I ain't never heard him use the despondent. And I say despondent. He said, my, our team is not, I don't see him as, I'm, as despondent. Well, that's why we're going to keep losing because you're in the goddamn state of denial. You're in the river of denial. That's what the hell it is. You're in denial. They are all in denial. And until they understand that they are not as good, they're thinking like, we're going to flip the switch and it's going to be all right. They couldn't even flip the goddamn switch when they had all their wide receivers in there. They still were struggling and bumbling with Mike and Jarvis and Chris Olave running around there with Elvin Kamara and everybody healthy. They still were struggling. Man, these people are, and that's the worst part, that you won't truly see change until they understand that they're that they are not a good team, that they're a dumb team, that they're an undisciplined team. That's why you got all these penalties. They lead in the league in penalties. They lead in the league in the minus carry. These people are minus twelve in the penalty turnover rate. They're minus twelve. They got what nineteen turnovers or some stupidness like that. That's a dumb team. You're a dumbass team if you have false starts in your own building that you lead in the NFL in turnovers and in minus 12 and, and you're supposed to be plus in the cat. How you 12 underneath? <laughs> you 12. You don't get no turnovers. You barely get sacks and every mediocre offensive line is driving your garbage ass off two or three yards back, resituating, creating a whole new offensive line. You had the, 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 the Arizona Cardinals offensive line they bought their best center was missing. Hudson was missing in the game. You had guys that came off the IR, came in there and moved the Saints around. The same thing happened in the Tampa Bay game. Same thing happened with the with the Carolina Panthers. 
None of these people, Joy Burrow's team, his his offensive line allowed 19 sacks on Joy Burrow. It was the fourth most allowed in the NFL. The Saints couldn't even rattle that man. That I'm telling you, man, they have already been found out. It's not the fact that they have to figure out what they got to do. They've already figured them out. I told y'all that Pete, Car- Pete Carroll gave the NFL the game of how to beat the Saints. And then Zach Taylor did it with Cincinnati. You've seen Cliff Kingsbury do it tonight. They stayed in the shotgun and ran on your ass from the shotgun and threw on your ass from the shotgun. The Saints did not have an answer. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash usbp. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash usbp. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. For none of that. Carl, I mean, Carol taught them how to destroy the Saints secondary because they don't communicate back there. They can't tackle to save their life. They got injuries all over the place. And the Saints defensive line was supposed to be the strength of the team that all healthy. Them, they can't even get no sacks, no turnovers, and they can't stop you from running. Let me let me put something on your brain right quick to let you know how pathetic this is, baby. Let me let you know how pathetic this is. Let me show you something right quick. You got a back of the back of the back. This is what the back of the back of the back, 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 backups is doing to the Saints. Hold on here. Let me show you something here. Give me just a second. Let me show you something here. Just over the last uh, three games of the back of the back, the back, 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 back. Let me run this at you right quick. Take a look at this. Look at this, fam. Let me back up off this thing right quick. Pay attention to this, and then I'm going to cut you loose. Look at this. Look at the rushing. This is from the Seattle game three weeks ago, right? Look what Seattle was able to do to the Saints, running the ball. Look at this. Just keep this in your collective, man. Look, 21 rushes for a buck 51. Them people average 7.2 yards on the ass. The back of the back, 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 back up running backs. Kenneth Walker is a rookie. Rashad Penny goes down with a broken leg. He had eight carries for 54 yards. He was averaging seven yards a rush on the Saints' funky ass. You look at Kenneth Walker, the back of the back, 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 running back, eight carries, 88 yards. 
He averaged 11 yards a rush on the Saints. Come on. You, 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 want, you want to see some more? Now watch this. These people are not good, man. That You can't let teams do that to you. Look what happened with Joy Burrow now. Watch this. I'm just showing you this the last three games. Look at just the rushing attack. Look what they did. Seven, 14 carries. They could have ran a lot more than this, but they just chose to do what they do. 14 carries, 75 yards, 5.4 yards per rush. Coming into this game, look what Mixon got. Eight carries for 45 yards. He was averaging almost six yards a carry. You starting to see that? Now, prior to this game, Joe Mixon averaged 3.1 yards per rush, and he was not running well behind this, this, this Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. That dude averaged almost six yards a rush against the Saints, and they, as a team, averaged 5.4, not to mention the fact that Joy Burrow ran 19 yards on the Saints while they were slipping around on the bottom of his feet. Now you come, let's go into today's matchup and see if we can correlate. Matter of fact, two-game losing streak. Take a look at what happened with the box score here. Eno Benjamin, this dude is the back of the back, 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 backups. This dude had 12 carries on the Saints for 92 yards, and he averaged almost eight yards of flipping run. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Are you kidding? You see that? You see that? Them people can't stop nobody. You got back of the back, 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 backups way from the, the dawn of time coming up in here and running on the Saints averaging. This dude averaging eight yards a carry on 12 carries. He had his touchdown, and he running through the Saints tacklers, and we talking about we fine. The Cardinals because we talking about we fine. These people can't stop the pass. They're getting gashed through there. And I can show you statistics of gashing them through the secondary because they're not communicating. They're missing tackles. They're taking poorish angles. Tyron Matthew is an utter disaster. And I love Tyron Matthew. He's one of my favorite people. But I'm a, I, I, I can't not keep it real with you. And I got to tell the truth. I got to keep it a buck just because you, you I like you and we cool. Like don't mean that I can't hit you with that real deal. You know damn right you're making business decisions. Out there playing touch football, bro. We ain't we ain't paying paying you for touch football, bro. You out here making business decisions, playing tough touch football out there, dog. No. The Saints front seven, which is Demario Davis and the, and the four linemen, are allowing people to gash them. Now let's do a look at the team's overall so far. Look at the team statistics, family. Take a look at the Saints statistics. Through these weeks. Take a look at these numbers. This is how bad the defense is, fam. Let me superimpose this right quick. Look how bad the Saints, look how stank the Saints defense is from a from a number standpoint. Look at this. Look at this. Look what the Saints are doing. They're giving up 359 yards a game, 238.2 through the air, which is which is a bit, you know, a bit deceiving because they're getting gashed several weeks in a row. People are throwing on this secondary and getting touchdowns on them. Three, the explosive plays. Now, I'm gonna pull up a statistic. I'm gonna do that probably in another show. But the Saints are surrendering major explosive plays that lead to touchdowns. And when they're not doing that, the defense is surrendering turn. I mean, the team overall, the offense is surrendering turnovers. The only time they didn't turn the ball over is against Cincinnati, and they they were too stupid to realize. Then we have zero turnovers and we have over 230 yards. How you still collect a loss in that? 
That's how low IQ football teams, even when you do some things right, you have all these low IQ plays that come back to bite you in your behind. Look what the Saints are giving up family on the ground. And this, they got all their starters there in terms of the front seven. Not talking about Lattimore and them guys missing. Them people giving up over 100 and almost 121 yards per game running the ball. Now I asked Dennis Allen, how are you going to fix that? How are you going to fix that? Hmm? We can go on a string of wins. How? How are you going to go on a string of wins when it's the team itself is stopping you? you defeating yourself. How are you going to go? And see, that's what I'm saying. The, it's going to only get worse for the Saints because Dennis Allen's, the, the, the faith in Dennis Allen is going to wane every loss. You see? They're not going to fire him, so I'm not going to talk about firing Dennis Allen right now because they're not going to fire him right now. They're not going to do him like that. They're going to see if he's going to get it figured out. But let me just keep it real with you. When you got a guy that's a head coach that was a losing bum-ass head coach and got fired, and that was his only stint, and then it was 10-plus years before he got a job again, and you was handed the team that was a few games away from a playoff spot, would have been in the playoffs if it wasn't injuries, the injuries that occurred to certain positions, would have made the playoffs, and you get handed a stacked team, and the next thing you know, you can barely beat teams that nobody else can beat or barely get sacks or or dominate teams with less than stellar offensive lines, no-name-ass offensive lines like the Carolina offensive line, like the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line that was missing everybody except for their right tackle, and you couldn't do nothing but get one sack on Tom Brady, every loss and performance is a dig at who you are, and it ain't going to be too long before he's going to lose that team. It's going to get ugly real quick unless he comes up with answers. But the problem with Dennis Allen is he's a faker. He won't keep it real and tell people, listen, well, it's on the coach. We know it's on you. I know that. Could you tell us what you're going to do to turn it around? They don't have no answers. And the answers that they did have, he's slow to, he's slow to put into practice. Like when we was telling them, bro, stop throwing the damn ball. That many times you're not a passer team. How many? It went through four games before they started listening to us and started running the ball and they had success. But then you have to keep turning the ball over. Well, guess what, Dennis? I only kept telling you every game. Listen to what they give you. It's just not me. I'm reminding you of what these people saying. Number one, he he told you that they was going to beat the Arizona Cardinals and they didn't beat the Arizona Cardinals. That's number one. So you bullshit us there. Number two is, is that if you look at Dennis Allen through the time when the Saints was turning the ball over, what was Dennis Allen saying during the press conferences to people about what are they doing about turning the ball over? Well, you know, we got to keep, we going to go to the drills and we focusing on not, you know, we, we, we focusing on not turning the ball over, but they turned the ball over every game except for the Bengals game. You get what I'm saying? So how you keep talking to them about not turning the ball over and they keep turning the ball over, what that undermines you as a coach and an authority figure. That undermines you. Then there is no accountability insofar as when guys are missing tackles, they need to be put in the street. The hell with that. You need to let people know that your job is not safe. The Saints are falling through the floor right now at 10 and 5, and they just nonchalantly going around the deck of the Titanic while the back end of the boat is creeping into the icy cold waters, these some bitches sitting up here with their feet up, drinking a lemonade drink, say, oh, we just, we, we on task. We're going to get it all together. No, 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 no. That's not what it's about. 
They had, they are literally, dude. I'm telling you, I'm little like, dude. This guy don't even have, he don't have no answers. That's all right. Listen to the sports coma, Dennis Allen, because you damn sure don't know what the hell you're doing. You said we're gonna win the game, and then you lose the game by 12. And the offense responsible for 17 points to help the Arizona. The Saints was working for Arizona today. You spotted the people two touchdowns in a field goal today. You 17 points. You lose by 12. Well, how do we lose? Take a stab at it. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And until this dude come real and 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 tell the eyeless guy the truth, and you start seeing two things is gonna keep losing, fam. I hate to tell you all this, but Dennis Allen is not gonna keep it real. And you and the Saints between now and the next game gotta have a a, a, a players only meeting because they keep saying the same thing. If the coach is telling the players to stop turning the ball over and get turnovers, and they not getting them then the players have to have a players-only meeting where they sit around and talk about what they need to do to get it right. You get what I'm saying? But between then and there, Dennis Allen has to relinquish his duties as a defensive coordinator, uh, well, as a, cord- a caller of defensive plays, allow the two men, he got two goddamn men doing one job, let them handle it, and he acts as an overseer. And number three, you got to possibly looking at firing Dan Rizzi because Dan Rizzi is not, doing what he's supposed to do on that special team. They're not flipping the field for the Saints to help the offense out. This is the real deal. And you got to start looking at bringing talent in here. You got to start looking at, really looking at free agents that's available. You start with the defensive line. You want success if you want things to happen right. I'm giving them the game. Go and find an interior defensive lineman that is familiar with your system. (coughs) Malcolm Brown, who's still out there. Find Brown, bring him on the team. And and plug them into your interior line. You need a nose tackle that can uh that can eat up that can uh that can stop this ga- this gashing up the middle. You need to get a guy like Malcolm Brown or a big guy to stuff the run on the interior of the defensive line. That's the first thing you really need to be worried about doing. And then when you're able to do that, then you can donate resources to leak to fixing that stupid garbage leaky ass secondary you got back there. But the first things first, you got to stop people from running on you. I just showed statistics that showed that they got guys that's averaging eight yards a carry on the Saints. But I never heard of something like that. How you got a guy that's a back of the back of the back, 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 back up running back, averaging eight yards on your ass. I mean, how that work? So the Saints have the first thing they needed to do outside of the things I said was they need to go and get those, get a defensive tackle to show up the leaky pass run. I mean, the last, the leaky running running situation which will help the pass rush because that guy should command the double team which should free up the guys to do something and davenport man listen bro we need some more imagination from a defensive standpoint you're gonna have to start moving guys around you have to start running stunts you're gonna have to start uh, uh creating more different looks and move guys around start cam on the right end and right before the play switch have him to switch with davenport and have him to go over the less talented tackle you got to start mixing it up. You got to try some stuff to expose guys to get going there. You got to focus on getting these guys to create turnovers. And if they can't do that, you got to move some of these guys up out of here. Somebody got to have a conversation with Tyron Matthew to stop telling to tell him that this is a tackle league and not a touch league and that you're not playing two-hand touch, you're playing tackle. Somebody got to have that discussion with Tyron Matthew. Because, listen, guys like Pete Werner handling the business, Demari, I mean, Cam Jordan, Running around there, Cam ain't the guy we need to talk to. We need to be looking at why Davenport can't get off against single blocking, why he can't get no sacks. You know what's going on here? I, I mean, it's this, 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 
And Dennis Allen, man, he about to get nasty for Dennis Allen. It really is. Because he doesn't have the resume as a head coach for people to feel good about him and say, well, we done been through, this guy done been through the fire and had some success. He knows what it, the truth of the matter is when shit get real bad, Dennis Allen don't know how to do to fix it because he never been in a situation where he handled it correctly to fix it. The only other stuff he did was with the Raiders and that wasn't successful. So if he, what does he have to fall back on as a head coach to be able to get out of the hole that he, that, you know, he has nothing. What does he got? He doesn't have he doesn't have that experience as a winning coach to go back and say, you know what? I remember when I was started the season off at one and five, we did this. And then we next thing you know, we won 10 games in a row and then we went into the playoffs. He don't have that to lean on. And guess what? The players know that they know that. So what is he supposed to do together? Because every loss in a bad loss like this is demoralizing to the team. And every step takes you further away from the team. I'm telling you what time it is. It's going to get ugly before it get better unless some real deal Holyfield shit happen right there in that goddamn building. Boy, I'm telling you, man. Anyway, listen. With, they been, with that being said, fam, listen, I'm in that stream, man. I'm about to go get me something to eat. It's 11, oh, it's almost 12 o'clock. Good Lord. Good Lord. Good Lord. Good Lord. It's almost 12 o'clock. I did not realize it was that damn late. It's almost 11 o'clock, and I'm sitting up here talking about these people and they running from the press guy they ran it running from the bullets good lord anyway fam listen i'm gonna thank you okay i'm gonna thank you guys for what you guys thank you for being on this thursday stream i know y'all got to go to work a lot of people got to go to work i thank you guys for joining me on the stream please feel free to hit the like button hit the subscribe button hit the notification bell check out the link in the link tree uh, below, we got three merch shops. We got all kind of stuff. We got bedroom equipment. Uh, not, not what you're thinking, but like for your bedroom uh, covers and pillowcases, stuff like that, and pillows. We got bathroom stuff for your bathroom, stuff for your kitchen, stuff for your children, for you and, and, and you know, period, grownups. We got all that. It's in the link tree down below. But listen, this is horrible. I shall return tomorrow, perhaps, maybe Saturday. <laughs> Maybe with well, tomorrow, Friday, maybe not. We'll, we'll see. And we'll see how it goes, family. This is horrible. Saints go to two and five on the season after stanking it up against the Cardinals. The Saints go down 42 to 34. They're now two and five on the season, and they have to take more of a a a, a week by a day by day approach. But until they keep it real, man, I don't see how they're going to win no games. They're just too stupid. And I'm not being mean. But this is a low IQ football team that make too many mistakes to the to the point where they hurt themselves. They hurt themselves constantly, and that's just dumb. It's a low IQ, low energy, dysfunctional football team that that you know. And only one way out of that, you got to get rid of the people that's having all these penalties. You got to make them understand that your job on the line and that you're not safe here. You're not just going to be walking around here playing touch football and and, and, and thinking you uh, uh comfortable out here. That ain't going to work. Much love, man. Thank you all for chiming in, man. And I'm going to holler at you all on the flip side. We've got the Pelicans coming around tomorrow. And uh, just hit the notification bell, family, and I'll let you know if I pop up for a stream tomorrow. I might fire one up early, but we've got the Pelicans rolling around this thing. So it might be Saturday when we do the reaction stream. But, uh you know, we'll, we'll let you know. We'll let you know. So just stay in tune with that. I'll let you guys on the flip side. Uh, I love y'all. Keep your heads open. I mean, it's it's up and mine's open and we'll be uh, we'll see you later. Peace.
one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, and even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, whothatdaily.com is your site. The whothatdaily.com for the sport who that in all of us. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.